Okay, I want to first say, I want to be, want to be clear about something very, very uh, important. Not all of us are, uh, obviously, not all, you, uh, I think they, they you, want to, you guys want to come forward? I think, I think they have to leave. Yeah, come, come closer. Obviously, and it's very, very, uh, we said this in the first day, and I'm going to say it again. Not all of us are on the same level, no one here is on the same level of learning. If this was, if this was a normal yeshiva, there would probably be, in Amiftar, we were, we were three or four levels, I think. Three levels of learning, chuleng. Um, when it comes to learning, obviously not, we're not all on the same level. What we're trying to find here is the places where, not necessarily we're on the same level, but we have a machane mishetaf, a common denominator, which is called ratzon. All of us want to push it grow. If you open up again to the first page of our of our booklet on page number one, and this is specifically half the chaver that are here, we're not here the first day. So those of us that were here want to remind the chaver in the piece that you have in front of you of Rav Cook on the first page of the booklet. Rav Cook reminded us of aspirations. This is the place where we are shoving. This is the place where everyone is equal. There were the three aspirations which we opened up our whole zman with, which is what we're trying to do here. Like, if you have to say, so, what, so what you, what's, what's the purpose of this whole learning thing? Like, what is it? Is it to silence your mind? Is it to have sikhas chaverim? Is it to open up your heart? Is it to learn how to learn Gemara? I, I think that the first, we have to go back again to the first page, the first day. We're in the second to bottom paragraph. Rav Kook talked about three she'ifot, three aspirations. You want to say them, Hirsch? I you remember it? it? Okay, so, yeah. Behirut Asechel. Clarity of the mind. Shefat Yishor Aleh. Straightness of the heart. And Tarat Achayim. Pure light. Well, the through, three aspirations with which we opened up this whole Zman is that we want to invite into our, into our lives this concept of I'm, I'm aspiring to make my mind clearer. To get clarity in my mind, to just have what really is, Jerry, what would you call that in Rabbi Nachman terms? Yeshivadas. Just the form of that, of Yeshivadas. Second aspiration, Yashru Talev, my heart. My heart, no, no more games. No more games. Enough games. Yashru Talev, my heart is, fo- is straight. To learn what that means and to want that. Which leads us to the Shi'ifas Taras Achaim, the aspiration of purifying our lives in general. That I could say by myself, I have a ratzon to live a pure life, more pure life. No one's going to dictate to me what that, what that means, other than my learning of Torah and, 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 and that being applicable in my life. We're not at a stage right now that if someone would give us musa about watching movies or not watching movies, it probably, that's not exactly what would make us feel like we have, you know, hitarut chaim, purifying our lives. It's, even, if it's, even if it's true, it's something that's much more personal and shayach. The place that we're also, pay, turn to page 58, please. The place that all of us are also very much equal in, and that we could all find common ground in, is the following paragraph by Rav Dessler. Have any of you heard of Rav Dessler before? I, I'm not saying that to mock anybody, I really don't know. We're, because everyone's holding in a different place. I just want to say, does anyone, did anyone not hear about Rav Dessler? Everyone's heard about the Mikhtov Meliel? But the 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 gun, the Baal Musa, Rav, Rav Dessler. Does anyone want to say anything about Rav Dessler? What school of thought does Rav Dessler come from? Toby's. Toby's is eighty, right? Toby, Toby's, Toby's, Toby's fam, Toby and Dove's family. He's your mishpacha. He's a cousin. Yeah. That's a big deal. We don't even know who he is, so maybe it's not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, 
Rav Dessler, I, I find, because I didn't grow up with it, so I find now, after so many years more in the Hasidic world, to then go to Rav Dessler, I find it so healthy. So healthy. I have no other word to describe Rav Dessler's words, other than, like, he's known as the, the founder of the Musar movement, almost. Right? Not almost. He is. Because he we're is, dealing... He is? Well, was. Rabbi, was. Rabbi was. Rabbi was. No, I understand. His grand is Zaidi, and it's Rabbi, but he's the one that we, when we turn to today, when we say Rav Dessler, that puts a jolt into our system of saying, that's the, that's, that's the Muslim movement, what it does for us. Can I just say there's one sentence that made its way into my daily mantra that I try to say every single day from Rav Dessler. And he said, the greatest service of Hashem lies in the refinement of motivations. Motivations, absolutely. Why we do what we do is like the greatest service. Well, part of, part of, the, part of the exercise of what we wanted to uh, do right now with everyone, and is part that? of, is exactly that. Why do we do what we do? You actually discover why we do what we do very much through hashkata. But that's for, that's hopefully, maybe we'll get to it later, maybe we won't. Why we do what we do? Why do we act the way we do? And why don't we do what we don't do? Why don't, the motivation factor, all that absolutely lies in with all the work that we're doing right now. Open up to page 58. This is a small paragraph of Mikhtav Meliel from Rav Dessler. Again, the first reference to the shofar that we have in the Torah is Akedas Yitzchak, although there is no act of shofar blowing in Akedas Yitzchak. There's not even really that much focus on a shofar. It's still attached to the ram. It's attached to the ram, but where is it also? Ne'echaz basvach, which means it's, it's stuck in the thorns. It's stuck in the bushes. Very good, Jack. In Hebrew, means What does that mean? I'm a tangled up, complicated person. The shofar, the voice of expression of the Jewish neshama, is ne'echaz basvach. It's, it's stuck in the thorns. It's stuck in the bushes. Okay? Now, that's, the, the pshat is the ayel nechaz basvach. The ayel, that this, from the, the, the horn, the, the animal is, 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 is stuck in the bushes. It means so much more, obviously, like we just saw right now. But this is again a place that I could say that all of us, no matter where we're holding and learning, but where we're holding in life, can relate to. It's the same from the Shomaz Mesubach. Right, but we see that, yeah, Mesubach, absolutely. The Mikhtav Meliel says like this. And he's going to explain to us right now why you're going to be learning tomorrow in the Gemara with Rebbe Lichter why HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Aviu lefanai shofros, bring before me the shofar. Because it reminds me of Akedas Yitzchak. And we say it in the, in the Musaf Rosh Hashanah as well. Bring me before, the, before me the shofar, because something about what happened by the shofar, rem, first reference of the shofar, it'll, it, it just reminds me of what's in your DNA. Tzchus avos biyadeinu. What does it mean that you say tzchus avos? I have tzchus avos. I have tzchus avos. He's yichus. He's tzchus avos. What does that even mean, the merit of our fathers? Tzchus avos biyadeinu. Hi hayerusha ha'ashira is this very wealthy inheritance which our, which our fathers left us as a Yerusha, as an inheritance, right? 
by the way, there's a very interesting pasuk. It says, "Ve'es ule ule Esav uvanav nasan es har seir, ve'Yakov uvanav yardu mitzrayim." There's a pasuk like that, which says, "Esav, what did he get as an inheritance? Har seir, massive mountain, a whole area, right? Yaakov, what did he get? Hey, Gullus, schlepping down Gullus with his children." So everyone's asking, Hashem, you want to show us that it's worth being a Yid, right? And you're letting us know about Yerushas, the way you divided up the, you know, the gifts doesn't seem exactly... So he says, I heard Reb Shlomo say this, he says, if you ask Esav, what's your, um, what, what's your, your real estate? He's like, you should come check out my real estate. Look at my real estate, look at this apartment complexes I'm going to be building over there, the high-risers and everything, a hard seer, a mountain. He asked Yaakov, what's your real estate? It looks like you're running a, a, a kindergarten. He's like, exactly. That is, that's, that is my real estate. That's the Yerusha. My, in other words, I can give up my children buildings or I can give up to my children to be connected to their hearts. You decide what's, what, what's the real one. That's it. There's no growth. That's it. There's, Yaakov, we say, Nachla uh, 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 how do you say that? Uh, uh, His heritage is without, uh, without, without, limitation. without limits. Without limits. So he's saying over here a different thing. What's the that our fathers left us? It's really what you're saying before, just in different words. They left us the kochos anefesh, the soul faculties and, and, and strengths, the amidos atovos, if we want to connect ourselves to their ma'asim, If we want to la'akod, what does la'akod mean? To bind. Akedas Yitzchak, the binding of Yitzchak. He says over here, if we want to bind our machshavas, now, what does that sound like? Son? Binding your machshavas. Yeah, but w- basically... It's the whole hashkata. Yes, it's the whole, it's the whole world where we've been talking about. So he's saying over here, If you want to bind your machshavas and your kochas, you want to take all your thoughts and all your strengths and say, if it was up to me, Hashem, I would choose to use every machshava and every physical koyach that you gave me for mitzvahs and Talmud Torah, if you ask me. Now, can we say that we want that? Can a person truly say that we want that? Not me. I mean, I want a lot of it, but I don't, I don't know that I want to use all of it. That's honest. Can anyone here say that? That By the way, there's no Indian of not sounding holy. You should just know. Like, I'm not there. I know. There's no Indian to say, I'm like, if that's where you're not, then that's fine. But it's also okay to say, no, I do want to tell Hashem, I want to use all my machshavas and all my kochos for avodas Hashem. What's wrong with saying that? Because if you want to do that, you would be doing it. <laughs> so that's no, he's right. That's what's preventing people when you think about that's it and you say, can you have the rutzon to have the rutzon to want to do it? No, only for so long, we said. You can only have the wrong It doesn't, exactly. At a certain point, that is like, okay, it's cute. It's good. And it's real. It's not enough. You have to... At a certain point, it's got to come into... The Ratzon, staying in Ratzon, like Ari said in Shir, by the Tani yesterday, 
it ends up in mitzvahs maisias. It ends up, Hashem gave you not just the ability to have ratzon, He also gave you a kli with, through which to put in the ratzon, which is called mitzvahs. Can I at least accept it as a, as a first step? If that, again, if that's what works for you, you should be benched. That's so yeah. what you said that it's painful. I think you're right. Yeah. Like I don't. I, I would just say no. I'm not there because I don't. I don't feel any pain over it. Right. So I'm just being honest. Like, if I really right. wanted it, then it would be painful, because that's a very high thing to really turn it over like that. Nahum. So if you really want to do it, then I would imagine that there's a considerable amount of pain because every day you're dealing it. with this. It, so what right. is it? Like this it's like this with everything. Is it the because pain? if I really wanted it, then 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 I would be saying, okay, I've got a half hour left of living before I get interrupted with other things I got to do to come back here, and I'm not in that pause. The, Very good. The so, sheer that you gave when you went back to page one, right? When you talked about those three right. things, that was the whole. That blew my mind. I was listening. In oh, Galut. Yeah. I was listening Galut late at night on the highway. And I just heard what you said, and I was like, wow, I'm so far away from that. That idea that, that just learning Torah for its own sake is going to bring me these things, and that anything that interrupts that is just an interruption between really living. And I said, I'm way far away from that, and it, but it didn't really pain me. It just brought me an awareness of like, wow, I got a long way to go if that's what I want to do. That awareness, it woke, it woke you up to the... It was the show. Oh, for sure. That, that the beginning of the show. Many things yeah. out there woke me up, and that was one of them. That, that, that sheer that you gave was part. really... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Hershey? Uh, just, so is it the fear of, 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 of knowing that there's going to be that pain, or is it the actual pain itself that's like... Because like for me, I honestly, I think the fear is a little debilitating. Like for me, I have fear of wanting to like... To, to like... Once you say something like Jack said, once you're saying that, now there's the, you have your own expectations of, of what will be of that. And, uh, and the fear that it won't be that way or that you can't get to that place. You know, that's... It's scary. That's scary. Well, yeah. We want many other things as well. Yeah, I want this, but I want many other things too. And it has to compete with... Which means, do you really want... How much do you want? Yes, I want. How much do you want it? Well, he's going to tell you what happens to you when, when if, if you do decide to want it, he's just going to say what happens to you, basically. Can I just make a point that it should be completely obvious, so maybe it doesn't need to be said, but I mean, we're sitting here in a Chabura, and we're all placed in this world together, not just with each other, but with all the other people out there. I don't think Hashem, I don't think, and I'm not, I'm, I'm coming from, I'm trying to, anyway, I don't think we're meant to get to any of these places entirely by ourselves. So I think a little bit of what maybe would be helpful, helpful to me is to recognize that I don't have to accomplish it entirely by myself. I can do it through my relationships and experiences with other people. It's, like, it's even good to say I can't get there by myself. Certain things you can't. This place of Ratzon, this place, I think, though, of Ratzon, of choosing to say, I want all my thoughts to just be about you, Hashem, of course, it's terrifying. I want all, because then what does it say about my day? Like, what happens when I want to pop up George and Jerry to fall asleep? Um, I feel like I'm in the guy in Shawshank Redemption, I leave the base midrash. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm free all of a sudden, but and yet you're more, yet you're more isolated than uh, yeah. It's less scary to think about failure when 
It's important to remember though that like like all we're talking about right now is like aspirations. Not where you are this second. It's called a sheifa, which means you're you're in movement. You're in mahalach, like the Alter Rebbe was saying. You're still walking, and I think like that's very important to remember. We're talking about aspirations, goals. Would I like to be able to be a person that says that or not? I, I just have to chime just, in again. Like something just just hit home. For me, it's like sneaking it past the goalie. Like kind of like this. Like sometimes that's how I get to like. That's how I get to shul when I'm. It's very hard for me to come to shul or something. I'm dropping my kids off. Shul's on the way home. Okay, maybe I'll just stop on the side. I'm not kidding. Okay, once I stopped on the side, okay, I'll just go in. For me, like learning Torah, for whatever reason, like for whatever my childhood was, forever what I believe that my experiences were, whatever it is. The point is that like I'm like sneaking it past all those things that are trying to hold me back. Like, but it works. Know, but it you does work. It's but I'm wondering. Yeah. So my thought was like this. Yes. You little rebel. Huh? You little, you little rebel. rebel. <laughs> so my thought is like this. Like, but what if the right way or the, the more straightforward way, right, would be to just be like, okay, I'm committing. Go for it, right? I don't know. It seems like it seems like this. Like there's like a direct way that may be quicker or stronger, and then there's like the more the more shortcut way, huh? Maybe a shortcut way. Yeah, you'll actually, actually do. Huh? You'll actually do. At the end of the day, you're doing it. So no, no, no but the kavana does. But the kavana does change the the actual experience. Right. Okay. Like, Wait, if, but, but if I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just make aliyah. Okay, maybe I'll just move into right. a beautiful community. Right. I'm serious, not kidding. Maybe I'll I'm do just, it. Honestly, part of it was like I'm just move out just because I want to be in an area where I know I'll have better influences and better surrounding. Right. And once there's that better influence and surrounding that Hashem just totally throws in my lap, right? Hey, so maybe I'll just start going you and being involved with that. You chose it. No, I, I mean, I chose to move to Efrat, but this shul, you guys, none of this was here when I moved well, here. None of us created And Hashem created all this for us, like you, got, you were saying. For you. And, huh? <laughs> yeah. Say it. For me. So, so the thing is, so... No, I think I hear what you're saying, and I think you're gonna blow yourself away when you realize you're the most you you've committed yourself. Right. You've shown up every single day here. Right, but, but you didn't do it with the kavan. You probably said, right. "I'll check to see if it's for me," as opposed to "I'm showing up committed." Or, or I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like come. See, I'm right. just gonna like Hang just sneaking it. It's sneaking it all the way. Because the fear of saying this is what I'm signed up for <laughs> says what? Yeah. Says what? You're committed. You're you're then you're 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 <laughs> right. It's like a constriction, like right. a commitment, like whatever like I'm not gonna <laughs> right. narrow myself to that because I got so many possibilities and right. I don't wanna just or the fear of, well, if I say I'm committed and then what happens tomorrow if I don't show up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel exactly. I'm about, a hypocrite, I'm a right. Right. What about right. the commitment you're making to yourself that 
you're committing to yourself that you're saying that this is possible for me to get to this place. That's what I think the commitment is the most scary for, like, you know, to say, like, but I'm not a guy who can sit and learn all morning. And you're committing to yourself that you are. Right, because you've labeled that guy that can commit all morning and sit and learn as someone that's not you. That guy is, yeah, that guy, that's just not who I am. Your, because what's that guy? Who is that guy? Like, what does he re- what does he represent? Who is that guy? Or or he has all those other things that that are that are intact and 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 my areas in life it's not there. That's what we that look look what the, look how the PSS says look look the remedy is such a big remedy for that the f- definitions is the ashkata is learning how to do the ashkata in a proper way. That I free myself to be whatever it is I sheif sheifot I aspire to be. That's why we, that's why we're trying to do that learning simultaneously at the same time with the ashkata. To grow our sheifot can only I can only believe that I can really want to be a person like that if up here I allow myself to have those thoughts without any fear, or even with fear to allow yourself to have thoughts. I told you guys, Rabbi Raz, when I first. Was when I was getting engaged, and then I, in the first year, I learned in the kolo and Simchat Shlomo, the Rabbi Rav Shalom. He had a little, had the Besmedrish there, and me, and together with, I was learning Chavrusa with Rabbi Raz Hartman and another friend of mine, Shaul Yudelman. I don't know if you know him, the saxophone player, lives in Tkoa. Good friend of mine, big, big tzaddik, Talmud Chacham. And um, I was getting engaged, and I turned to Raz, Rabbi Rav Raz, and I said to him, you know, I'm 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 so nervous to get engaged because I have I have fe- I have fear not about Khalila the zivu just about the the mamad how big it is. So he said to me, "What's wrong with doing things with fear? Like, why can't you make a decision with fear? You still make it. The decision is one thing. It would be better if you could do it with zero fear and confidence. But most big things in life are not done like that. Anyone that's not full of fear when he decides to get married is is either crazy or an idiot. Think about it. I don't remember where I heard it, but there's a thing called healthy fear. Like mm-hmm. Healthy fear, like, working both ways and across the street. Like, we teach our kids. Uh-huh. There's healthy fear, and then there's unhealthy fear. Unhealthy fear is paralyzing. Unhealthy fear does not allow you to operate. Healthy fear is, if I want to... Yeah... That a person that lives like that is probably really, really close to Hashem. Is it scary? It's, it's petrifying. Isn't fear one of those? I'm doing it. Fear one of those secondary. You always talk about fear isn't the underlying. There's something beneath it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cliff spoke about that a lot. Yeah. It's not really fear. It's, it's something not fear. else. There's something else. You it's know, whatever it is. Anger, jealousy. It's another thing, but it's not really fear. Fear is the result of the of that thing being uh, activated. Meaning that uh, if you're facing a situation and you have fear about it, and it's something, if it's a healthy fear, then you're that's an opportunity to show up because you're figuring out what you need to overcome. The fear is telling you. Okay, wait a second. I want to say this is very big. What you're saying, David. You just said, recognizing fear is an opportunity for tshuva. Did you already said? Mm-hmm. Rav Cook says it. What you said is clearly in Rav Cook's writing. It's an orasa tshuva. It's actually much more an orasa tshuva. It shows up in different ma'amarim and parshias. 
can, can we accept that as a group, that the fear that we have is actually an opportunity to do tshuva? I don't understand that. The pain of the fear is give an, give an example. activates it. Any example in the world? Fear of commitment, huh? Yeah. Deeply, a deeply personal <laughs> example. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, right? right. we talked about different definitions of tshuva. So right. how would you? Well, I want to go. I want to continue with David. Yeah, I'll, 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 give give example. I'll give an example. Yeah. I gave it with our, the three of us. We were sitting and talking, and I've said it before, and I keep saying it since we went into the hashkata exercise or the mindfulness exercise I have a fear now of going into my thoughts because I experienced what it meant to judge my thoughts but now I'm trying to use that fear to do tshuva and stop judging myself because that painfulness of that judgment has then and, and my actually being aware of that judgment which I guess you've been aware but to like really dive in over that judgment has now led me to say I need to make an avoda over conquering this judgment. Fear is like leading to an awakening. Like, besides things just being mundane, all of a sudden there's, hold on, I gotta work with this, I gotta go after this fear, right? I can't let it be me. So in your, in your example, how is not judge, how is, you know, not judging your thoughts doing tshuva? That's what's talking about the definition of tshuva. I'll be free. I know, because don't, don't we think of tshuva as like, Correcting our perfecting actions and our deeds and, and like also our thoughts. Huh? Also, our, also, it's also correcting our thoughts. Right, but don the kafslut. I should don traditionally you think correcting our thoughts means Sorry, nothing, nothing here is traditional. Yeah. The kafslut. Well, what about myself? I should stop judging myself. The fear blocks you all month until Listen, look, there's others. Hashem or Ishi, Mimi, Ira. Right? Hashem knows Chayim and Yifchad. What's the difference between Ira and Pacha? Mm-hmm. Like, there's an idea of being afraid right. of something we know about, and then Pacha, I think, is, is right. Probably more about right. Something that we're not. Uh, it's like an invitation this month, a special invitation to to, deal uh, to, with to, to deal with these fears of life. Absolutely, absolutely. What he's saying over here is that because of where we come from, because of our DNA, has in it the most defining, I would say, the most defining act of Mesirus Nefesh that ever happened, which was Akedas Yitzchak, the Yerusha we have from our Avot is to tap into that which is already in my blood. What's already in my blood? Approaching every fear in the world and binding myself on an altar. Or binding my son on an altar. Even. Like, things, things that are unfathomable, but yet that's, that, was, that was the beginning of the story of my people. That's what Rav Dessler is saying. That's the schut Avot you have is the ability to, to attach yourself to Akedas Yitzchak. Was it Sfat where you were teaching, you were talking about um, when the Beit HaMikdash is, is rebuilt, the, the Avot certainly, and then the generations that actually were able to do the Avodah in the right way, all of their names are, are etched in, in time. In the, They're etched in right. time, Meshamot. It's, it's the same thing. thing. It's the same thing. That's why Rebona Shleilam says, Bring before me, you'll see it in the Gemara tomorrow, he sings, bring before me a shofar, so I'll remember the Akedah. Like the voice of the shofar on that level is reminding Hashem, whatever that means, right? God is saying, listen, I want to remember why I fell in love with you. The shofar blast etches itself into into us. Correct. Hashem is saying, I want to be reminded of why I fell in love with you in the first place. Really, it's Hashem saying, I want you guys to remember why, why, you know, what it's all about. But Hashem is sneaking it through and saying, Bring it so that I remember. Really, it's bring it so that you remember. 
Right? Bring the shofar so that I remember what it was like to see people that are so committed to me with all their fears. Zikaron Trua. But that's exactly, that's, that's what the Torah says, Zikaron Trua. Remember you have the koach from the Schus Avos to do this. Right, but Hashem, he, he, he hides it. He yeah. hides the word. He's saying, bring it so that I remember. Because, because if he says, bring it so that you remember, what will we do? Oh, we already yeah. Or, no, it's too big for me. It's not for me. It's not for me. Or is he saying, bring it so that I remember through you? That's what he's saying, Ke'ilu. Right. Do you think God needs to be reminded of anything? God doesn't need to be reminded of anything. Hashem is Hashem. Is Hashem. Everything he tells us, Gyan, for, for him. But uh, On that level, yeah. On that level, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not, that's not what it is. You're right. Of course it is. But that doesn't, when I talk like that, it doesn't help me at all with my Vodos Hashem. It's true. He's saying, bring it before me so that really you remember that within you is a Yerusha. You have a Tvias Midas. You have a Mida that's embedded within you. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, this is in you, this Mida of ultimate Mesiris Nefesh. Usually you tap into it when you're forced. Right? Like when there are rockets pouring on us, then suddenly everyone has Mesiris Nefesh for every other year and every Chayal. We stop and everything. And again, all we want to do in our lives is I get to that activation but not, being, not it being activated by, by force. So I start the year off. It doesn't make sense. I should start the year off with saying it's so pleasant and everything. I definitely start the year off trying to awaken those places within me that, that has negishut, uh, that has uh, You're going about. accessibility. Yeah. <laughs> This is what you were created for. This is what you were created for. It's not a bediyevid. It's a lechatchila. That's the point. It's not like, oh, things got bad. Now you have to learn how to deal with it. You were created in this world to face battle. Our battle is really this battle that we're talking about. I think the battle of Olam HaMachshavah is a much greater battle than any other battle we've been through. Well, it's constant doesn't stop and, and it's not just and that the problem is that if I have an enemy in front of me I could shoot him what happens when that enemy is inside of me it makes it much more difficult and hiding and I'm like oh you know <laughs> shoot, shoot it, 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 yeah it's crazy again I want to read this whole paragraph again and finish it he's caused this a Yerusha Ashira it's like someone that was mad Filthy rich. Filth. You have friends like that? That they got the big bucks from their parents or grandparents, the filthy rich ones? We're talking about filthy rich Yerusha. I even know one or two that made it for themselves. Yeah? Filthy rich. That, that our us left for us. Right? That you and I have filthy rich Yerusha. The koach of the nefesh, the power, the strength of my soul and my mind to be able to aspire to such great things, whether I feel like I'm ready or not, whether I'm full of fear or not, if we want to provide for ourselves the ability to receive from their ma'asim, and we want to bind all our machshavas and our actions to the area of Avodat Hashem, ooh, spooky, get over it, it's fine. It's fine, so be scared. Say it. Just say it. Zay, he's saying, when you do this, 
and this becomes your Ratzon, or it starts off, let's say, by having the Ratzon to Ratzon. We daven every day for our Ratzon to be the same as Ratzon Hashem, so... Starts. Like, starts there. Of course. But there's more, and that's what I'm saying. The, the fear I have with that Lashon is that people get stuck there. You know what I mean? What's and that, the lotion again? The lotion is I want to want. So I just fall in love with this want to want business. And it's good for the entry, but, it, but you have to... Well, if you actually want it, it means, to me, at least for me, it means that you're actually committing to cutting out a path to get to that place. Not just swimming in the pool of... Ooh, right. I but see from, it on the horizon. That right. Nice. For many people, it's like that, though. Okay. So I can't really... shelanu ima He says, this will create for us the connection we have to Akedas Yitzchak, which was the ultimate mysterious nefesh in the world, and this will give us the merit that through it we will we will be, we will like win we will we will liskot means not just to um, merit it also means lezakot lezdakech. We will become refined from what actually happened from Akedas Yitzchak. And that's why Hashem says, I want, bring it before me. Because at that moment, what does Hashem say to Avram Avinu? After Akedas Yitzchak, what's Hashem's response when he sees such a Ata yadati ki yireh elokim ata. Now I know, Hashem says then, now I know when I see that despite all your fears, rational fears to go I told you to go and shech to your son I don't believe that he wasn't full of fear because he just knew Hashem said so I think he was bawling Rabbi Shlomo talked about this do you think Avram Avinu like the little midrash says illustration might have Avram and Yitzchak walking up to the mountain like this right I don't buy that even if it was clear to him what Hashem wanted Rabbi Shlomo says he was crying they were crying all the way going up to them. they said we know we have to do this because it's what Hashem says Hashem said to do but what's going to be with the promise that he said, that your offspring will be through Yitzchak? They were crying while they were going up to the mountain. I don't think they were so happy. Let's, go, let's get to do Avodah Hashem. They had fear. But Hashem says to them, that with your fear, you still came and showed up because I, you believed in my word. And you were willing to give up everything you have for, for me. So this is this this nekuda is very very important to really understand the role of Akedas Yitzchak in the blowing of the shofar. That's one of the reasons. That's the first link we have to bring the shofar into the picture. Dafka with our fears, turning into schus avos, Yerushas avos. This is what Rav Dessler is saying. It's to be able to when we're hearing the shofar, when we think about or even hear the shofar, to use that as a tool to say to lock us into actually being able to relate to that mysterious nefesh. Being wanted, wanting to attach yourself right. to Hashem, and through doing so, we're kind of getting to that next level of the Sliot. Correct, but 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 it's all inadvertently, because Hashem is saying it's, it's a trick. To, Hashem, it's a trick. Yeah. The whole, if you think about, it, there's a lot of tricks going on. The Arba Vesasatan. It's also here. It's a trick. Hashem is saying to us, "Do this for me," and really, it's so much. It's so much for you. I had you know real rebbes. They do that also. They say, listen, I need you to do me a favor. You think you're so privileged to do a favor for him, and really, he's doing you the greatest favor by sending you on a mission. I had that with Rav Weinberger when I walked into his office once. I'm sure I shared this with you. And, and um, he was, I told you, I was talking to him, pouring out my heart. I was in the worst place I ever had, right, at the time I thought. And 
he started writing something on a piece of paper, and I was so bothered. I trashed up from Israel, and I'm sitting there, you're writing something on a piece of paper? I'm pouring out my heart to you? And when I finished talking, he handed me the piece of paper, and I saw it was a name. Um, and he gave me the, the piece of paper, and it was his daughter. He said, listen, my daughter really needs a shidduch, and there's nothing as halig as the davening of a tzabrach nayid. There's nothing as holy as the davening of a broken Jew. Can you please daven for my daughter? Now listen, you think that was for him? He needed some to daven for I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. Do you know, what, do you know what he did for me at that moment? He restored everything to me. I don't even remember what I asked him. He gave me purpose. He gave me, he gave me, he, he, it's mamish it's like a, it, was, it was a trick. He gave your pain purpose. Yeah, in a certain way. Well, if all of our yeah. were was the next, and all of them are an extension of Hashem, it's saying it's for us, it's the same thing as for him, for you. There's no... Correct. It's, it's all so, in the, in the so big picture. Yeah. In the big picture, it's, 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 it's mashlim the tuna. But again, for our purpose, it's really for us to actively choose to bind, to, to connect to Akedah Yitzchak and bind our thoughts with the fear. Again, we're going back to aspirations. It's not saying this is where we are today. It's not saying this is where I'm going to be tomorrow. It's saying my Ratzon is so strong that it'll lead me to actually saying this is what I want in life. And this is what I'm going to do in life. Like, why start a new year by saying, I'm too scared for wanting too great of things, so I'm just going to stay here again in this spot. At a certain point, at a certain point, you have to do it. You have to go to that place. Any decision in life that's big, whether it's buying a house, moving to Israel, even buying a car, like, not, not, not to compare the two, but any big decision that, that could have a great effect on the way your day-to-day -day is, especially financially, and, and spiritually is always going to be filled with, with a certain level of fear. That's the only way in this world that we grow. We only grow through those types of decision makings and actions. And you see those people that still can't make decisions about certain things back and forth. The root of it is not just fear. The root of it is fear. But there's obviously, like David was saying, there's some kind of underlying thing here, which is the tikkun of the midah, the emotion needs to be worked on. But all these places in life that we can't go to because of fear, at a certain point in life you could give all the justifications and all the answers as to why it's legitimate to have this fear and you'll still be stuck with another year of Bilbulim. The opportunity of Rosh Hashanah is to take those fears and put them on Hashem and say, with these fears I'm putting my, I'm doing a Kedas Yitzchak, so to speak. And that's the beginning of seeing how this is going to be working about, about Elosh El Avram, what it represents. And thus from there, linking that to Matan Torah and then Mashiach. We're not, I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately, I really wanted to tie this to the next piece of the Ashkata, but I already decided in the beginning of Uzman, I will not be Meshubad, I will not be enslaved to the text at all. We'll continue it when we're able to, but uh, it, this, this clearly connects to the Avoda of, of, of Ashkata. Clearly. Clearly, clearly, because when you do observe your thoughts, you begin to realize how certain fears, fears are just pathetic. Eventually. From the, from the, when you really do the work, you realize certain fears, oh man, I have this one. I, 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 this one I got. And slowly, slowly you start knocking down fear after fear that come from thoughts that really don't define you anymore. And then you become more and more a free person. It sounds like what we're doing is the Avodah of Nisan, of Pesach, of Cherus, 
It's okay. You can do this avoda also in Elul and Tishrei and show up like a free person to Rosh Hashanah. All right, shukayach everyone. We're meeting right now.